Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here. If you're new, welcome. Let's Thrive is a place for real honest, (laughs) hopefully inspiring, always thought-provoking conversations, either solo, just with me, yours truly, or with phenomenal guests that I find just through connections and friends and social media and Overall, the idea is that whether it's a solo episode or a guest interview, I want to create this reflection or just this expansion to you of what is possible or as a reminder that you are not alone in your struggles or just as a source of comfort or something to get you thinking. I just hope that each of these episodes, no matter what direction they take, can give you or provide you with something. And so that's what we're here for. And if you're an OG, if you've been listening for a while, thank you as per usual for sticking with me. (laughs) It's been quite the roller coaster and things have shifted so much in the last six months, let alone in the past year, let alone in the three years that I've been doing this nearly. I just can't believe how the time flies. But I'm coming at you today with a solo episode inspired by my therapy session (laughs) today, actually. As some of you may know, I started therapy this past winter, actually. It was January, and I tested positive for COVID on my 21st birthday, had just been about to go out with all of my work friends, you know, was kind of coming out of this like rough depressive funk, was so excited to kind of like go out and celebrate I had been sick with what I thought was allergies for a while and was starting to finally feel better. You know, so I was all excited. And then all of a sudden I got my test results back from just our weekly test that we did at work at the time. And I tested positive for COVID. And I had such a mental breakdown. And I got genuinely afraid of like, how would I react? How How would I get through a 10 day quarantine living alone? Like I was scared not of COVID. Like I knew I'd get through it, right? What I hoped I would. But more so, I was scared of being alone with myself for that long, being alone with my thoughts and being forced to literally sit with myself for that amount of time. And realizing that I was more afraid of that than anything else scared me even more. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, I need therapy. And so I finished the work of finding a therapist uh, virtually, and I've been going to therapy. First, it was weekly, and now for quite a while now, it's been uh, every two weeks, and that's just the flow that fits for me, but it has truly been the biggest blessing for not only my mental health, but my emotional health, my physical health. I've released so much past trauma. I've worked through so much that's helped me physically as well. It's helped my relationships, my work, my passion, like even my relationship to Timber and the cats, <laughs> like I'm less frustrated and stressed out 24-7 with them. But overall, I can't praise therapy enough. Anyway, back to the actual solo episode happening here. Um, today in therapy, though, I started out with her in just this really like upbeat mood. The past few weeks have been quite the struggle, and I actually just did an Instagram post today about how last night in my journal... And right, time is irrelevant because this episode's coming out like quite a bit after this all. But anyway, last night in my journal, the first like words, first phrase I wrote was in a good place. 
And I wrote that and I kind of sat with it for a minute and I didn't really know what it was referring to, but I just knew it meant overall, like in life, it feels like I'm in a good place. And that has been after years, after months, after the last few weeks, especially of just being in a very rough place, right? There's been lots of good moments before, and there'll be lots of more not so good moments to come. But right now, things just feel good after quite a few tumultuous, I think that's how you say it, tumultuous, (laughs) a few weeks. And upon further reflection, I just realized it really has been because of prioritizing my mental health. Um, I recently let go of my other job, which was working as a virtual assistant for one of my first social media friends, one of my best friends to this day, um, Casey. I had been her virtual assistant, sort of managing her brand behind the scenes for about a year and a half. And when I first moved here to Austin, I was actually working like four to five jobs. And one by one over the past few months, I just started hitting these breaking points where I would just like shut down. I wouldn't be doing the work well enough. I wouldn't be communicating to my like employer how I was feeling and like shit in my whole life would just spiral and my mental health would go to like would be fucked. And so that had happened with each job before until for the past like three, four months, I had only been doing full time at two hands, part time for Casey and then part time for all of my own work. But then within the past month, I just hit this other breaking point in which I started that same cycle with Casey's work. I wasn't getting things done on time. I was missing deadlines. I was missing important details. I wasn't communicating her with her properly. I was like just so overwhelmed by all of these aspects of my life happening, a lot of which I don't share even online with y'all, that I just started to shut down. And in the past week or two, I had the conversation with her of, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I love you. I respect you. We will always be friends. And she seconded all of this, but I just can't have this work in my life anymore. Like I need to have my focus divided between two hands and the opportunities I'm getting from that. And then my own work and the joy and the passion and the opportunities that I get from doing this work, from creating for you all through the podcast, through Instagram, and through some hopeful other fun opportunities to come. And when I let go of that job and when she and I had this conversation, I felt such this clench of fear around my heart of like, why did I do that? That job was my security blanket. I knew what I was doing. It was constant. It was consistent. The pay was phenomenal. Why did I let that go to embark on this crazy journey in the hospitality industry and in my own work, right? Like, why the fuck did I do that? And I had this like other little breakdown of like, oh my God, what did I just do? And it took me a few days until I started to realize and had a conversation with my, my best friend, Chris down here, who many of you may know from Instagram, uh, that I realized it was my security blanket, you know, and I started to reflect on other moments in my life in which I made the uncomfortable, scary choice to embark with something new and leave behind the security blanket and how scary it felt in the moment, but how afterwards I was like, wow, good thing I did that. So when I realized that this fear and all these emotions I was having about letting go of that job was quite literally just a security blanket, I just, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like I will be okay. And the moment I came to peace and 
just accepted that, of course, as the universe usually does, it handed me like three very neat opportunities that just reaffirmed with me like, okay, I'm on the right path. And so I was sharing this all with my therapist today and I was saying how because of these like subtle shifts that have been so great for my mental health and emotional health and even physical health, I've just felt like and I'm in a really good place. And because of that, I've started to just be a lot more aware with myself, with my friends, with my work, with my relationships, life in general. And I had this realization in the therapy session of how the more and more of these transitions I go through, right, the more things that I take on and let go, the more experiences I experience, the more change and evolution and hard shit that I live through and work through and grow through gets me closer and closer to my most authentic self, right? And that term might be overused. It might make some people be like, ah, authentic, fuck off. But no, like authentic is like the word has a meaning just because it's overused on social media or blah, 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 doesn't give it any less credit. And I had this conversation with her and I, I don't really know, right? Like the proper terms behind this, but for a long time in my life, I have felt very much so dissociated from the world around me. And the way I explained it to her was oftentimes I reflect back on my childhood and who Emily, who I was as a child from birth to about 10 years old. I was this just vibrant, like ray of sunshine. Everybody loved me. Everyone wanted to be around me, like bubbly, outgoing, funny, humorous, like just a ray of sunshine child, like literally, like I'm not even like exaggerating here, right? Like y'all know I'm not one to like be boastful or brag. I'm not, I'm like, you know, my confidence at zero. Well, it used to be. And so to say that about my child, my child self is 100% truth. And then something, well, not something, it was watching my mom die and developing an eating disorder and all the things to follow in which from the age of about 10 to truly like 18, I was living in this shadow self, like the shadow world. And I'm sure it was a form of dissociation. It was an out-of-body experience. And I remember even thinking as like an 11, 12, 13, 15, 16 year old, different stages of like, who am I? Like, this isn't me. Since when am I the quiet one that doesn't speak? Since when am I this timid, like, shadow of a self? Like, where am I? And what was crazy with this was that when I would do these, like, deep meditation or Reiki or, like, energetic experiences, I kept seeing this shadow self within me. There was, like, this Emily in my mind and in my soul and in my body that was like imprisoned and I know that sounds batshit crazy but like if you've ever had dissociation or PTSD or a traumatic event happen in which you have separated from a part of yourself you will know what I mean and for years I knew like I was missing my true self and I was just taking on this like shadow self that was just so lost and so hurt and so depressed and just so like not engaged with the world and life that I just 
it just wasn't me. And so what has happened in the past two, three years, literally the moment I decided to not go to college and I got my first intuitive hit to leave college and I started on this entire journey of waking back up to myself, of self-discovery and self-realizations, I've been slowly, ever so slowly, reconnecting and finding the Emily I am today. And the Emily I am today is the Emily I was as a child. The Emily I am today has reconnected with her inner child. And she has reconnected with her like actual spirit, actual soul, actual self. And once more, if this sounds shit crazy to you, if you knew me from 10 to 18 and then you experienced me now, you'd be like, what the fuck happened? Like, who are you? Where did this energy come from? Since when are you this outspoken and loud and funny and humorous, right? And bizarre and chaotic. Like, what happened? And that's exactly it, right? And that's like where moving to Austin has allowed me to fully step into this last chapter, not last chapter, but into the next chapter. And I feel for the first time in my life, like not in my life, because I was, well, yeah, you know what? Because as a child, I wasn't fully there, wasn't fully developed. And so I feel for the first time in my life, like I have finally started to bond with and feel confident in my self-identity. And the reason this came up in therapy was because of what I mentioned before and because I was explaining my body image issues lately. And I said, what's funny is that while I don't feel confident in my body 80% of the time right now, which is kind of sad, but it's the reality, I haven't ever felt this confident in myself, in who I am. I can walk into two hands and lead a team of 24 plus year old people through an insane Sunday brunch and I can cooperate and handle nasty ass customers and I can direct an entire team and do all of these things because I am so fucking confident in who I am right now. I know my strengths. I know what I'm capable of. And I know what I can do if given the right tools or the time or the space. And that might come across as boastful or bragging, but I think it's actually just being empowered enough in yourself to know who you are and what you're capable of. I was having a conversation with the friend the, with a friend the other day about some things I can't like really share yet in a good way. And he said, you know, you'd be capable of that too. And I said, I know. And that was it. No, like, well, maybe, but like, I don't think so. But like, they could do it better, blah, blah, blah. Like all these things I would have said in the past. No, like I just said, I know. To a quite like, I don't know, out there claim that he made, right? Like never before in my life would I have just said, I know I can do that to something so big as the task he had said. But I said it. And it's because I just, I've been through enough, I've worked on myself enough, I've overcome enough to just truly know where my power lies and like what all it is there for. And I wanted to share this because I just, as I shared it with my therapist, she like started tearing up and I was like, whoa, (laughs) maybe I need to make this a podcast episode if my therapist is even being, you know, like affected by this. 
And I just think like whether it's as severe dissociation as mine or whether it's just feeling a little lost in yourself or a little lost in your life, we all have these moments in which we have that desire and that drive to come back home to ourselves. I felt this in minor ways whenever I got in a relationship before. I mean, who am I kidding? I've only been in two relationships and they were in the past year. But each one I was in, and and they weren't very long either, but (laughs) each one I was in for the brief amount of time, it took me weeks afterwards to kind of like settle back into who I was because I had unintentionally started to shift and change myself based on the guy I was with. I've done that every time I've started a new job, every time I've like found a new friend. Like there are just so many little ways that we shift in and out of who we really are And sometimes we don't realize when we've been shifted out for too long. When we've been shifted out for so long that suddenly we become like a different version of ourselves. And I'm not saying this in the way of like, oh, we don't ever evolve, right? Like we're static, we remain the same. But I, I mean in the sense of like values, morals. Well, I mean, even those change and evolve. But I probably, I feel like you probably get what I'm talking about here. Like when you shift in a way where you're just really doing like a disservice to who you are and like how you want to be in the world. And I'm probably lacking the right words to describe this right now, but that's because I'm speaking front of mind. So perhaps I'll think about this better and put it in an Instagram post, but it was just a really neat, powerful realization to have. And I think what's great about identity and self-identity is that it is ever-evolving and it is always changing but I feel like we do have this like seed right that starts it all we have this core at each of us whether that's core beliefs core morals core values core traits etc and I think that while those can always like shift and change and evolve the roots can remain very much so intact And maybe that sounds a bit out there, but it's just, it's how I view it. And I feel like I'm finally like rediscovering those roots. And it feels like the direction in which I'm growing now is a direct growth from those roots. And I'm not like getting tangled in the weeds off to the side. I'm not like growing too far away from the sun. I don't know. I'm trying to like think of ways to compare this now. But it's just like the flower tattoo I have on my forearm. My base roots, I feel like I am now growing from them again. I feel like I've reconnected with like the core of who I am. And now I can grow and shift and evolve from this base versus going all over the place and being a tangled, jumbled mess with influence from diet culture and trauma and PTSD and depression and anxiety and all of that. Like that'll all still be there. But I'm no longer letting that rule and define who I am. I am separate and those are all aspects of my life, but they are not me. And so, IDK. Maybe the last part of this episode got a little out there, got a little confusing, but that'd be how it is, you know? Um, Overall, I just really hope this got you thinking. Maybe my ramblings, you know, kind of got you off on your own ramble of a thought. Maybe you'll go talk to therapist. Maybe you'll start therapy one way or another. I hope this episode resonates somehow with you. I think there's a lot of power to be said in just free-form writing, free-form thoughts, 
that's why I love therapy. Like if you could hear the many directions in which my conversation with my therapist went today, like I don't know how that woman keeps track of it all. I'm just from one thing to the next, bouncing all over. But that's how you get it out and that's how you think and that's how you come to like the amazing realizations like I had at the end of our session of, oh my God, my self-identity is strong. (laughs) So maybe if nothing else, this episode gets you inspired to like to journal or to talk into your phone mic, I don't know, call a friend, whatever it is, you can always DM, message me on Instagram and I'll like go down a rambling rabbit hole with you or you know, be there to support your thoughts and such. But um, overall, just thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting as always. And if it resonates, like I said, let me know, share it on Instagram. You can also leave a rate and review. It's a super simple thing that does help the show a lot, especially as I try to expand it and bring on more amazing guests and connect with others in the community. So it, it all, it all means something, but all that being said, gratitude for you all and to you all and without, and with that said, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.